0: then, you awesome people. Welcome back to another Bobcast. We are on episode 36. This week, we're going back down under to another expat that's, in my opinion, smashing it over in Oz. This week, I catch up with Chris Roberts of Nomad Painting and Decorating based out in Brisbane. So, you know the score by now, guys. Get your earphones, pin back your lugs, get a drink, put your feet up and give us a listen. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators, with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So on this week's episode, we have Chris Roberts, better known as Nomad. Is it Nomad Decorating or Nomad Painting?
1: Nomad Painting and
0: Decorating. Nomad Painting and Decorating in Brisbane, there Australia. Another another expat over in Australia, <laughs> getting a yep. common one these. Yeah, they are.
1: Yeah, yeah people are starting to click on now, aren't
0: they? <laughs> yeah, it's the place to be, isn't it? Yes, yes,
1: yeah. it is yeah, definitely yeah. been here been here seven or eight almost eight years now like i was yeah. saying and uh, haven't looked back
0: yeah won't look back yeah it's uh, i think i think this week it's uh mick hps is coming out and then it is it's a different take because he came to work over here he was an aussie that came to work over in england for a bit totally different right, okay. take and it's it, it didn't stay so it says a lot does it <laughs> no
1: nah, yeah yeah i mean to be honest i've only i've only ever met australians in london
0: yeah, well he, he was else. in London, he was in Putney.
1: Yeah. Oh Putney, bloody hell. my um my father's side of the family are all from Putney.
0: Yeah, he he come and did anyway. a stint in Putney and then I think he ended up going over. <laughs> probably I didn't scrap.
1: I'm not surprised, bloody hell,
0: southwest London. Yeah, it's you know yeah. it's uh, bit
1: different. a bit different.
0: A bit different <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so who's who's in the Roberts household? Uh
1: just me and the missus Taylor. Yeah. yeah, partner of uh Eight years now, just
0: gone. Yeah. And you, we, you, were, we met a, you were saying pre-record that your missus is from over here as well, are not you?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're from the same town. Yeah. Um, yeah, we met, um, we, left, we left Australia in uh, January, January 2012.
0: Oh, oh 12, yeah. Sorry, 12.
1: 2012, 2012, 2012, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't that long. Um, yeah, we, um, we met at Best of All music festival in the Isle of Wight
2: yeah nice. about three
1: or four months before yeah, yeah. Um, kind of you noticed know, chatting away I told her I was you know going on this big travel trip and then hoping to go to Australia and you know was kind of hell bent on not getting into anything serious but one week turned into two or three and then that turned into two or three months and then in the end I said look I'm going I've got to go I've got to get out of here do you want to come with me and yeah yeah I'll come with you yep straight away and that was that. Been together three months, four months, left in January. Been here eight
0: years. What, what better <laughs> way of finding out if you get on together?
1: Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> suppose
0: yeah. all, all that time travelling together, you're going to find out, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, when we said we were doing it, I mean, there's a few eyebrows raised.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, a, f- uh, a few people expecting a failure.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. But, you know, we kind of, you know, we thought we thought it was a good idea and I, I was adamant that it was going to, turn out well and fortunately it did
0: yeah did you did you travel well first or did you just go straight to Oz travel Oz and settle in Oz Uh,
1: yeah well I did I did I I went over to Thailand with with my cousin for for about seven weeks I think it was seven or eight weeks and then you know got the got the taste for it there come home well I'll tell you what happened I'll I'll tell you what happened from the start with with the whole the whole travelling thing, A friend of mine come up to me one day and said, "Oh, we we go into, uh, we're going to Thailand. We're the misses. We're going to Southeast Asia. We're going to Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, Laos." And I was just going, "What? You're going where? What do you mean?" Like, like, "Oh, we're going to yeah. We're doing this 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 three four month travel trip round uh, around Southeast Asia." And I just couldn't get my head around it. Yeah, didn't understand it at all. And I just, I thought I was like, okay, so off they went, and they were, you know, sending us photos on Facebook and whatnot, and what they were doing, and all these beaches they were going to, and all these temples and all these things they were doing, and, and then, it struck me like how naive I'd been that I just didn't know this kind of thing was going on. So yeah. I thought, right, I'm doing that. That's it now. So my whole outlook just changed from yeah. from then on.
0: Yeah, so I, I probably, think. That's- I I think trouble is we get stuck in a small mind. I, I think I'm guilty of that. I'd love to have done it, but I think I'm too old now. But when I listen to people like you, I think I wish I'd have done it. You know, but we're yeah, just stuck I mean, in a small town mentality.
1: Definitely, and that was and that was precisely what it was. It was small town mentality. You know, we were all just living for the weekend. You know, down a pub at the weekend, getting up to no good. You know, doing nothing, and then you know I heard about that. And I was as soon as that happened, it was just you know the focus just changed. And it was like, right, this is this is this is where I've got to be. And then I got chatting with my cousin and a few other friends and I was saying, look, let's go and let's go and do it a few weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. No, 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 getting the door shut in my face. And I cracked on with my cousin because he's always done well for himself. I knew he, he always had money. Yeah. And I thought, look, you can do four or five weeks. Let's get out there. No, no, I've got a message, blah, blah, blah. So in the end he cracked, he phoned me up, went, Right, let's go, let's do it, let's go and do it. I said, All right sweet so we picked up we've done seven weeks in thailand which now seems stupid you know we could have done a couple more countries could have gone to yeah. cambodia or wherever but you know i wouldn't change it we we traveled extensively we went flew into bangkok went all up uh, up the north of thailand into chiang mai and then we went down done all the islands and whatnot traveling around and partying it's great and then when we got down there that was when i was i kind of just meeting you know so many people that had this you know Newfound mindset that I've got for traveling and doing this, that, and God knows what. And I was meeting people that have been to New Zealand and done a year or two years, or people have been to Australia, they've done a year. Now they're doing six month traveling. Then they're going back to do their second year. Then they're going to go to New Zealand. And then it was like, right, here we go. This is what it's about. This is what I'm doing next.
2: Yeah. So
1: we finished our trip, went home. I got into my mum and said, Mum, that's it. I've done that. Going to Australia now. She went, I knew you'd say that. (laughs) <laughs> so, that, so, that, so that was that so that was that I just went back to work you know just cracked on done a bit more said to the bloke I was working with who was we had a little business going I said look mate you know he weren't too keen about the idea of me going away for seven weeks yeah he kind of just got over that and then he got told you know you've got the rest of this year mate that's <laughs> it I'm off so <laughs> so yeah so we, we, I've done that and then you know saved up saved up and then you know I was kind of just trying to Stay away from you know, getting tied down, and just because I really, really wanted to go, and then like I said, met my Mrs. Taylor at this festival, and then that was that. And said, look, you know, I'm going to go. I really want to go. I really want to do it. And then that was it. We just, she said yes, and we just, we just packed up and went. And then when we, when when us two left, we went back to Thailand. We went to India and to Goa for a few weeks. Got our got our visa sorted out for
0: Australia, and that was that. We went yes. on a two a two year working holiday. that sounds sounds. i like say it sounds cool. I worked at London in the early nineties, and I used to work with Sparky. And he, he had this car. We used to call him Sweeney, it was like a limo, and it was the old boxy Granada, a black one, and it was yeah. like a bit bit extended. He used to sleep in it. But what he'd do, he'd come home, and we we used to call him. He, he was like a ghost. He'd come home, work six months, cash. Find out which country we are going to, contact embassy, to see what he needed, bugger off six months. Yeah. And then he'd leave his car at his mum and dad's, and then he'd would because he lived in Derbyshire, you know, where we were from, little small bumming middle of nowhere country village. And then he'd come back six months later, take his car up, Gus being be working electric, save his money up, off he go again. You yeah. know, and he, he used That's to love it.
1: Yeah. That's the way. That's yeah. definitely the way. I mean, I know a bloke back from from my from my hometown who still does that and he's He's got to be forty odd, yeah. And he's was been me, yeah. everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. we've done. We kind of, we kind of, from that point on, we kind of just done the same. I mean, after we done that initial travel trip, me and Taylor, we um, we spent our first five, six months in Perth. About five months it was, and then winter was coming, so it was kind of you know kind of dying down for backpackers because it was. You know, it wasn't blistering hot. Couldn't go to the beach and whatnot. So everyone kind of moved on and went north from there because Perth is so isolated. There's not really much there. So yeah, we decided we'll get a camper van and drive up the West Coast, we drive all the way the West Coast to Darwin. And we stayed there. We stayed there for about two weeks. She wasn't working. I was. I was working on a building site. Yeah. And it was 35 degrees every day, 100% humidity. Every day, and I, I said, to her two weeks." She was just sat by the pool.
0: I was just going to say, "Nice bat. for sat outside at pool, but not." Yeah, nice she word. was.
1: She was sat by the pool, and I, I just after a couple of weeks, I said, "Look, love, pack your bags. We're off. We we're not staying here. Too hot." Yeah. So we left there. <laughs> we went across the Cairns, just hanging around there, partying and whatnot. Then and went started started driving down the east coast, done farm work and whatnot. We done bananas. And then, um, and then, ran out of money. We actually ran out of money. That's how we ended up in Brisbane.
2: Yeah.
1: Brisbane was never on the cards. We were never coming to Brisbane. <laughs> there was no, there was no plan to, to, yeah. to visit Brisbane whatsoever. It was, I think we kind of just, when we got the camper van and finally got to the to the top round to Cairns, we ran out of money, and it was like the plan just kind of
2: Fell went apart. south from there. Really.
1: There was just nothing. What do we do now? Like. We, Work, we was in a working hostel and it was just, we were getting messed around there. And in the end it was, I had a bit of money left over on one of our credit cards. And I said, look, we're going to have to just, you know, book a flight to, to Brisbane, get some accommodation, which we did. That was literally all as far as we could stretch. We got probably four days accommodation in a shitty hostel. I managed to get a painting job. And we we actually arrived in Brisbane in the September September 2012, I think it
0: was.
1: And I had $13 in the account. <laughs> yeah. So... the $13 in our bank account between us. It was,
0: yeah, it was a testing time. So how, how many years ago was that? About seven years ago?
1: Yeah. You, you've yeah. done well it's to turn happen. it around
0: then? Would you say that's been your yeah. lowest point?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... Yes. I mean, look, I, we we would have got bowed out by family. I mean, I, I don't doubt that. But, you know, as far as Know our own means, like yeah. we came with you know a couple of grand each, that was gone. I think I had two credit cards, she had one credit card, they were maxed. Yeah, when we got the flight, we paid for the flight and the accommodation. It was like, well, this is it, I mean, spread across cars, <laughs> like you know, ring the embassy and get them to fly us home or what, like you know. It was, but fortunately, I got a job. I phoned the bloke up just off Gumtree and he said, oh, I need a painter, come paint me house, just the inside, are gonna sell it. And you think you he paid me about $20 an hour. And I got there, I'd done a couple of hours. I went, look, mate, you can see what I can do. You bump up a little bit, will you? And he bumped it up to 23 an hour. And I applied for another job whilst I was doing that. And then, which started about two weeks later. And I was with him for about five months. Yeah. And that was, that was when it, you know, I got out of the hostel. We, we rented a place, just a room in someone's house, just down the road. And that was that. I just worked, 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 worked. to the end of the first year visa and we would actually by that point taylor got a job and by that point we would actually saved up enough money to go to go traveling so we applied for our second year visa got all that out the way and then went traveling around southeast asia for for five months on the yeah on the proceeds
0: we we decided to go back to brisbane after that then
1: yeah and we thought you know just there was just something about there's something about Perth that I just it just didn't sit right. I just didn't fancy it. And I just I don't know what it was. I can't explain it. But when we got to Brisbane, and then the opportunity for work, and you know just just where it was, you know, situated in Australia, you know, it was an air yeah. flight to, to Sydney, you know, everywhere's closer. And I just thought this is this is this is the place. And that was that. We just Brisbane was just our base then. Yeah. We just we we done we went travelling. We came back. You know, we went home for a holiday, we came back to Brisbane, we travelled somewhere else, we came back to Brisbane. Like I mean, we must have came back to Brisbane, you know, three, four times with with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just started just started again, you know, just when it got um there's a little place in the city where we used to live and they used to do temporary contracts where you just no furniture, no nothing, you just sign up for for three months and you just go and yeah. just go and share an apartment. Yeah. And I think we um we're actually in the process of um, applying for citizenship now and um we phoned him up the other day because we need, needed the addresses and she sent us through an email yesterday i think it was and it had six different unit numbers <laughs> <laughs> in this apartment block because we just kept going and coming back going and coming back and,
0: yeah just use you know, it as a base right. basically
1: yeah yeah, yeah. like you're saying earlier on about that, your mate he was going six months on six months off you you know we were just kind of just we must have done that for about four or five years, probably all in four
0: years, probably all up at so re- home. So rewinding back then, how did you start in business as a decorator? Cause obviously you started in the UK. Uh,
1: it's actually, yeah, it's a funny story. Um, I, um, when I was at college, we had a, one of the tutors at college, he was, he was there part time. And, um, you know, one of the other tutors said, you know, he was, he was looking for a painter. One of the other tutors said, Oh, Chris is a good lad. You know, he's, he knows what he's doing. Give him a try kind of thing. And that was that. So he said, yeah, come, you know, I'll I'll give you, I think I was at college two days a week. So he said, I'll give you you three days a week to start with till you finish. I was there for about two years with him. And then all of a sudden he came in one day and said, look, lads, I'm going to Australia. i have given it up. I'm, I'm going to Adelaide. And I was only about 20 at the time, 21. And it just, you know, went straight over my head. All right, you go to Australia, All right? Sweet, see you later, you know. And he said, "Oh, to the other bloke, who was a bit older than me, he said, Oh, do, you know, do you want to take the business on and I'll give you the client base and whatnot and as many contacts as possible and he went, Yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll I'll do it with Chris and you know he went, Were well, you sure? He's only he's only young like and he went, No, no, we'll we'll do it together. So that was that. He he went off to Adelaide, he's still there and uh and me and him me and him started and we went for Probably four years, I think, until I, until I heard about it myself, and
0: yeah, decided. And that was that. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. You know, we we had a we had a fair go at it. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't setting the world on fire, obviously, because that's yeah. what I left. <laughs> but it was all right. You know, I I always had money in my pocket. You know, I'd always done pretty well out of it. But we, he was, you know, at the time, he was probably, you know, mid fifties. Yeah. So he'd kind of, you know, I was very, you know, wanting to try new things and, you know, just being optimistic about this and that and doing this for the business and doing that, whereas he'd already kind of been down that road before and got his fingers burnt a couple of times. So there's always a conflict of interest there, you know? (laughs) It was always kind of...
0: Yeah, I can can see that. Now you've said that, I'm wondering if that's why... I mean, it's not that me and young lad that work for me don't go on. It's just, I don't know, I wonder if that's where it differs because I think. I've been there and done it. It's not for me. And he's he's obviously wanting to expand, and you know, yeah, yeah. He, he wants to run, and I just want to amble.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. I think that I think that was you hit the nail on the head. It was that was exactly how it was, and I don't know. It just kind of, I mean, at the time, it was you just got on with it. But
0: different times I, in, I, I, in your life, in it, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do feel that we could have. I mean, we we're only from a small town. I mean, you weren't. Yeah, you know you weren't making millions but i do feel that we could have you know just done a little bit more done this or done that and it was and no offense to the bloke i love the bloke but the door just got shut in my face every time you know oh no, i've done that before this has gone tits up before
0: yeah Yeah. i've done it so it's a no
1: (laughs) yeah and it's when you when you when you're kind of working with that that mindset and that attitude you know day in day out it it does get a little bit tiring
2: yeah
1: in the end i've done five years and i was like Look, mate, I'm going to, I'm going on to past this new, you know, I'm going to try go and try something else. And, you know, like I said, he was a bit bitter to start with, but, you know, in the end he said, you know, good on you, mate. You know, I'm, I'm pleased,
0: yeah.
1: you're, pleased you're doing it, you know.
0: Yeah. So on the opposite end of being without a pot to pissing in Australia, <laughs> what, what's been the highest point? Highest point in Australia? Well, just in general, you know, work-wise. Has it been in Australia um, or was it back at home? Yeah, I'd say it's
1: work-wise, it's it's, it's got to be here, definitely. I mean, I've been going just over just over two years now. Yeah, just over two years, and it's kind of believe it or not, the COVID year yeah has uh, has has been the most fruitful. It's um that's, that's kind of how it's gone. I mean, I've I've spent. I spent two years trying to, you know, get it to a point where, you know, the business was kind of carrying itself, you know, and earning yeah. money, and the money was just kind of drip feeding itself into the account on a regular basis, and that's where we are now. I've got someone else working for me. Uh, I've got I'm working for two builders. I've got another contract um, stripping houses, which I'll touch on in a in a minute. Um, yeah, so it's kind of it's just kind of, it's just, it's just gone pop. You know, I've, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm actually
0: barely keeping up with it. So, I was just going just... to say, it's at beginning, we, we did a COVID special podcast at the beginning, and a lot of us were a bit sceptical thinking, there's a recession coming, there's a recession coming. Whether there still is or not, I don't know, because everyone I speak to, I'd say 90% of decorators I speak to are busier than ever, but I think, are oh, we riding a wave? I don't want to be pessimistic. But yeah. when redundancies start kicking in, is it going to drop? Are we are we yeah. af- about six months behind?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, and there's whispers of that here. I mean, well, actually, I think about two months ago, Australia officially went into a recession. But you know, they've they've not had a recession here for about thirty years. Yeah, you know, it's 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 so different here with with money and, you know, there's just there's just seems to be more of it around. Yeah, you know, and the target my target market. I, I, I target money anyway. Like I don't do, you know, I'm not I don't do five star finishing high end yeah. jobs, you know, kind of multi million dollar houses, far from it. But, you know, I do kind of my market kind of is targeted at people that can afford to have their houses painted. So yeah,
0: so, same as me and, basically. It's knowing your market and, and sticking and aiming yeah, at that market. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, precisely. Precisely that. It's just it's just common sense, isn't it? If you want to it,
0: it's it's always, assimilate it always assimilated to it's the West life of painting. West, West Life, the cheesy, the, the, they all do the armless, they get up off the stool, keynote change. It's the same repetitive <laughs> formula, one after other, but they know the market and they stick to it. You yes, know, because they know what works. It's the same with us. If, if you know what works, stick to your markets. Know what your customer is, your customer base. That's Everybody right. Has That's right. Yeah.
1: That's right. I mean, well, I, you know, I, I work predominantly, it's, it's domestic repaints, you know, yeah. residential. That's, that's what I did at home mainly, and that's, that's what I do here. And, you know, the, the, the jobs here are, are, are often larger scale because, you know, the majority of the houses in Queensland, in Brisbane, they're, they're timber built houses, it's timber yeah. weatherboards, timber windows, yeah. frames,
2: all, all sidings,
1: everything. It's, all, Wooden it's all, it's all timber. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, they're, they're, they're big jobs. And if, yeah. if you're doing them on your own, I'll be on a house for six weeks on my own, yeah. five weeks on my own. You know, it's, and yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 very different. Yeah, it's very different here. But yeah, the kind of the whole, you know, the recession thing, it's, it's kind of not, it's not really happened here. And I don't,
0: I'm not sure that it will. So, so going back to your market, what's your biggest struggle that you feel you could improve on? Uh, what could I improve on? I mean, or what would you like to improve on? Um, just, I'd like
1: to, I'd like to have. Just getting a crew together. That's the, the next step for me. Is yeah. getting a crew together. That's where, kind of, when I first started, it was like, "Right, like, you're going to be a sole trader. You're going to be on your own." But doing that kind of work, it's just not possible. Yeah, I've done it for two years. It's like it's killer.
0: <laughs> yeah, you see, <laughs> you know, see, this very... goes back. This goes back to you and that old bloke. I'm opposite now. I've been. I'm not been together. I've been there and done it, and I just think now nah, I can't be bothered now. I just want mm. to be me and one. And that's it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth the headaches.
1: Well, I kind of said to myself, you know, while I've still got, you know, a bit of youth on my side, I'll go down the route of getting a crew on, a couple of crews on, doing that for a few years. If it turns out to be too much of a headache, if it turns out not to be, you know, that profitable, fine, I'll revert back. Yeah. But if I, I just, I'm kind of in the mindset, if I don't try it, then I'm always going to wonder why I didn't.
0: Yeah, that, that was basically so, me. I, I I got to I was subbing for someone and I thought, do you know what? I wanna have a go on my own before I get to 30. I'm sick of lying in somebody else's pockets. Yeah. I wanna give it a, I gave it a go. I crashed and burnt. And I just thought, you know, I took a I took a step back and took a different view on life and just thought it's not for me. You know, stick stick to where I am. You know, what what Yeah, one. I
1: mean I think um I think when I started it. Kind of, you just don't really know, do you? No. It's kind of if if you if you was if you'd have said to me when I started, two years time, you'd be working for two builders, you've got a bloke working for you, and you've got a contract, you know, removing coatings from houses, you know, on the south side of Brisbane. Like if you said to me, I'd have had all of that within two years. I'd have said you're off your head. What you're talking about? Not going to happen. But things things just move so quickly here. Brisbane's quite a small city yeah so it's just opportunity just seems to be everywhere you know you, you meet one person you do this and then you've got a number for this person he knows this person and it's like before you know it you've got three or four or five good contacts and that's really all you need you know so yeah going back to what you're saying before i mean yeah the, the, the next stage for me is is trying to get a crew together yeah and really and get some real some real efficiency in uh, in getting these jobs completed like yeah. especially the big houses but you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go on too much about it but you know there is a lot of painters a lot of the, the british lads will complain about the standard over here
0: <laughs> I've heard that you know a few times. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm
1: sure you have um and yeah scrape there, fill, there is, spray <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there, oh, yeah oh sorry
0: scrape is, scrape gun spray
1: there is a uh, you know there's 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 a bit of a conflict there, there is. But yeah. we're here. Yeah.
0: This
2: is
1: where this is this is where I am, this is where I reside, this is where I live, this is where I'm gonna be. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. And I think as long as you as long as you've got the right attitude and as long as you're, you know, treating the lads how you know they should be treated, and you know, it's on you to make sure they can do the job in the day. If they can't, yeah. then you know so yeah, I mean, if I can um, if I can get a good crew together, which is what I'm working on, then yeah, there's no reason why the business shouldn't, you know, go from strength to strength, really. Yeah. So if, if you could go I mean, back, for, to, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, two years ago, before I started, I mean, probably a bit before then, I was I was working for one company, and I was I was think I was saying to my missus, Do you know what, I ain't doing it. I'm not I'm not starting a business. Sod that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> not, not interested. Not interested, you know. I mean, thinking about that now, it's just like how the the bloody hell did you get to that? You know, it's because it was one firm I was working for. It was so bad. It was just so bad. Like some of the things I was seeing on a daily basis. You know, I'd I'd not seen in you know fifteen years of painting, and it was happening every day. Yeah, I got I got pushed into it.
0: I, 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 I tried that about seven years ago when when we were having the second one. I thought I'll get a steady job, get paid every week, and can't fault them. I'll not name company. Uh, can't fault them I got paid just gone midnight every Thursday money in your bank but it was just the mentality of some other blokes it's I don't give yeah. a shit it's not my job you know they weren't bothered who were following them they weren't team players and that lasted about six weeks they were laying a lot off yeah. so they were doing university stuff and that was coming to an end because everybody was going back to uni and I think it end to September time so they were doing all student accommodation. they were laying people off and some of them couldn't believe I'd handed my notice in I just said look I can't be doing it mentality you know, I've had enough for it, you know, and I just went back on my own. Never yeah. looked back again since. I just thought, I'll oh, yeah. give it a try. Again, give somebody a try, I didn't like it. You know, yeah. I'm just back on my own. I just thought, that's when I just thought, I'll stay on my own. Yeah, so, it's
1: the same here. I mean, to yeah. be honest, that, you know, that, that company, which shall remain unnamed, um, I actually learned a hell of a lot about myself. About to run a business. <laughs> about, yeah, and about, my, about my ability as a, as a, yeah. as a painter. You know, because I've often, I've, I've often struggled with my own confidence. I suppose yeah. over the years, you know, you kind of, especially when there's a lot of painters there, a lot of people, you're thinking, "Oh, bloody hell!" Yeah, you, know, you might get lost there, kind of thing. But it, my confidence grew and grew there. And I, at one point, there, I was, you know, I was kind of running, you know, 10, 15 painters at yeah. times, doing new build work, and and but yeah, that was really, that was really where I kind of come to. The realization that i was going to start a business yeah. i wasn't going to work in that environment because i go to work you know trying to produce the work but then i'd have 10 blokes behind me who just didn't give a shit about anything yeah. like it was it was crazy and, and, I, and you're
0: getting less money for it you might as well do it for yourself that yeah money. it was yeah.
1: it was unbelievable and the, the whole whole recruitment process of, of this company was just astounding like uh, they, they were letting these painters come onto building site. They had a carrier bag as a bloody toolbox.
0: <laughs> carrier bag of special bro. <laughs> you no,
1: know, it was it was nuts. It was just nuts. Yeah. And I just and I just, and believe it or not, the lads that the two lads that were running it were, were English.
0: <laughs> I, I think sometimes it's just bodies on jo- I've been on jobs in London where all the, all the wanted seat firm hours have been for from up here all they wanted to see were bodies on jobs in white overalls. So he'd get a couple of labours, buy them some white overalls, muck them up a bit, put them on. So it was just bodies on job when when owners turned up, you know, so it looks like we're we're hitting it as such.
1: Yeah. And that was exactly what that was like. But what they were getting wrong was they was, that was the company that I was telling you about that had all the sponsors on from, you know, all over England and Scotland, Ireland, wherever. And it was either... It was it were all sponsors. It'd be all sponsors and all apprentices. They would yeah. they they would literally have 15, 20 apprentices on yeah. one building site. No foreman. There'd be one yeah. foreman.
0: We we've so, had that we've had that when I used to do new builds. I used to do a lot of simming over here, and there was one bloke locally. Uh, again, I'll not say his name. I've I've had to delete a load of names out of podcasts because I slip up with their names. <laughs> uh, but it, it used to have about six or seven apprentices. And they all used to be smashing new bills out. Then they had two qualified blokes that had gone and do it snagged, and that's how he was making his money, you know, because these apprentices thought that brilics were on four hundred quid a week, you know, because they were smashing them out. And for an apprentice, it is a good wage, and you are grafting yeah, for it. Not bad money. But but that's how he was making his money. You know, thought, it's all wrong, now, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's
1: when you got you got blokes like that, that are treating it treating it like that, you know, it's you wonder why we're in the state yeah. we're
0: in. <laughs> yeah. So if, if, if you could go back Christmas carol style to the young Chris, what advice would you give yourself? I, I'd
1: say generally with with probably most aspects just to be more confident, I think. Yeah. Definitely with everything. Um, you know, the whole, again, the whole travelling thing that came a little bit later on, but I just wish I was a little bit more switched on. I don't regret anything, you know, far from it but yeah just to just have a bit more confidence with with things and even even starting my business here because you know again really I started my business here when I was 32 33 I mean yeah 32 I could have been you know I could I got my I got my permanent residency visa almost five years ago you know I I really could have cracked on with it then and started it but again it was just just confidence I suppose not knowing anyone not having any contacts and
0: did you think? Do you think the like, travelling helped with the confidence?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah. the first time round when I told you about when I went with my cousin, I mean, that was that just you know that just changed everything for me. Really, it was kind of there's a whole you know just, you, you say about the small town mentality. You know that that's just not there.
2: Yeah.
1: You go to these places where everyone's been. You know, I was talking to bloody twenty-two year old lads who've, who've done sixteen countries. You know, it's ridiculous. It's just crazy. Like that whole, that whole home, hometown, you know, attitude just isn't there anymore. And it's that's, that's really refreshing. I
0: think think looking at the younger ones, they are, it's not a lack of loyalty to companies and people. I think they are more willing to go out there. They seem a bit more forward than I was at that age.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I'd even say that now about, yeah, about, about me, you know, when I was, you know, it's the same for us, you know, definitely, yeah. again, like.
0: I, th- I think mobile devices and technologies made it an even smaller world, did not it?
1: Yeah, definitely. And the thing is, as well, there's, there's so much more of the world open. Well, not right now, obviously, because of COVID, but,
0: <laughs> you know, there's,
1: there's, yeah. <laughs> there's so much more of the world open, you know, that's, aside from COVID, than there was even 10 years ago. Yeah. The places that you can travel to and go to and go and visit. You know, it's, so, it's, it's all so open now. And I just, you know, I, I just, I wish I knew, kind of, 18, 19, you know, 20 odd, that I was able to go and do this because yeah. I you, not
0: you only would have. You wouldn't would then what you know now.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, if I if I had my time again, I I would have pro- I would have gone to New Zealand, done yeah. a couple of years in New Zealand, then come to Australia or even Canada. Yeah. I would have gone and done the same there.
0: I'm I'm, a, over, I'm but, a bit like that with Al uh, Spain. I wish I'd have known thirty years what I knew now. I'd have bought an house a long while ago instead of pissing it up wall. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. We've actually just bought our first house.
0: Yeah, um, so you've done well yeah. then in seven years to get there with nothing in your pocket, basically, back in Brisbane. Get to a point where you've, you know, you've. I'm, I'm assuming you've you've got a local person working for you like an Aussie, you know, and you, you've, yeah. You've, you've, you've yeah been with it two years, got the contact, bought an house. You've done bloody well then, you know yeah we, yeah that. we've
1: yeah yeah cheers mate we um you know i i I can't say that we haven't had a bit of help getting the house pushed along because we have
0: i don't think there's um, any way to get a house nowadays without any help
1: yeah we have it had, we have had some for travel. anyone
0: starting out it,
1: it is and it's you know the, the housing market is no no different really to what it is in england it's bloody expensive to buy a house yeah. it's just, that's just
0: that's just hell L- of, of, you know. L- of, dip- L- of a deposit needed
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, you, the deposit was allocated and they still took a, a load more. It was like, you know, left for nothing.
0: I mean, I did, mine, crazy, well, but... I did mine 10 years ago. I bought this one off me and my ex. We weren't too far into it. Uh, me and my ex bought this house a year later. I had to buy it off me and my ex. I got a self-cert mortgage, 100%, no accounts, and all my legal fees paid nowhere on earth right. to do that now is there. well and then yeah, six, I mean, six months later economy crashed it's probably why <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah I mean we were I mean it's the, the housing market is strong here it yeah. is strong and they've been saying you know, with the whole COVID thing they've been saying you know it's, it's going to dive and, and, and whatnot and it, it kind of it hasn't yeah Um. so yeah like we got we got ours and it was you know the They wanted twenty percent over here. We didn't have twenty percent, so it was we give them ten percent. And I'm not really sure how it works in England, but over here, if you don't have twenty percent, you then got to pay a fee for lenders' mortgage insurance.
2: Yeah.
1: So that was another twenty-five grand on top of the of the final home loan. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, now it's it's yeah it's it's cost a pretty penny, but it's it's getting a Reno done on it now. Yeah. Um, fortunately. One of the builders that I work for, he's um, he's took all the work on. All the lads that I work with, they're all in there getting stuck in. So we've got it. We've got it for a, you know a reasonable price. So yeah. we've been fortunate on 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 that level.
0: Yeah, it's all going on. It's all yeah. going on. So, are you a book reader at all? And if if so, is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm a book reader. What am um, I reading at the moment? I'm reading a book on J. Edgar Hoover at the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a bit of a controversial one. What did that day That come up in some other day. I can't remember what it was. Oh it was I'm an Arnold. <laughs> it was was it an Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> oh, Conair. Not Conair, sorry. Conair. Uh The Rock. The Rock. The Rock and it was Sean Connery. Bless him, he's gone now, hasn't it? Last week too. Yeah, he died the other um, day, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was on about all the secrets he had on the American presidents, assassins, and aliens landing. He'd stole his tape, and he did it. What promiser story? But yes, yeah, uh, just provoked memory when you said that with the president. Classic. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of an insightful book. that. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't think it went down very well with the Americans. Yeah.
0: What, <laughs> from,
1: from what I read on the back, but it's an interesting read.
0: Yeah, um, I don't, I yeah, don't think any. That, con- I don't think any country likes. Uh, Oh, oh that uh, speaks a bit of truth, do they? My, my yeah. other half's watching that The Crown, about Br- British monarchy, and uh, yeah. I, I was sat because I've been at home, uh, isolated. I was sat watching it the other day, and there was a uh, there was a bit on it, and it, it was on about it was showing the Prince Philip, and we all know, yeah, whatever, how, how he can be. I'm surprised he can get away with that. She says, so am I, because they don't like truth, do they? You know, it, it didn't permit yeah. best light, yeah. but I suppose it's just informal and honest, you know, and that's all it can be.
1: That's right. But I think, you know, a lot of these royalists, they probably don't believe it anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll not get into whether you're a royalist at all. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, we'll, I don't do, politi- we'll I'm I don't do politics. We'll probably that debate for Yeah.
1: Me neither. Me neither.
0: So what's best advice you can give <laughs> for selling yourself? <laughs>
1: selling yourself?
0: Yeah. What do you mean? Well, when you go to a look at a job, what's what's the best way you sell yourself? Oh, because every, that, oh, right, basically, that's what you're right. doing, isn't it? When especially yeah, when it's yeah, a new yeah, customer. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I've always kind of, um, you know, it's my opinion that you know you, you sell you, you sell yourself at the first meeting at the quote. Yeah. That's that's where it's all said and done. Yeah. I think because there's so much competition here.
0: Basically, um, every, every job's like a job interview, isn't it? For, for, for yeah, self-employed yeah. Yeah. you know you, you go in there you've got so long you're looking at the job and you're pricing it up but you've got so long to sell yourself to that customer to see if they're yeah. a fit for you and you're a fit for them
1: yeah definitely um, yeah. yeah it's kind of you get in you, you throw all the information you give it the big one tell them how good you are tell them you can do this and whatnot. And I think it depends really it depends on it depends on who you're talking to but I know it's a bit different here to England um, I'm actually, I'm a licensed contractor here. It's, um, we're licensed by the QBCC, which is Queensland Building and Construction Commission. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that kind of, that kind of sometimes that will get you a job.
0: Sometimes it won't. Do you You think that's a better thing to have, to have to be licensed? Does it cut cut the cowboys out? Um, Well, the thing is, it's kind of,
1: painting and decorating is, is the only one that doesn't require you to have a license. They'd yeah. like you to have a license, but if I'm a chippy or a plumber, I've got to have a license. I can't yeah. come to your house and start ripping out cables and doing things like that without a license. Whereas if you're a painter, it's kind of, well, yeah, you know, it's there. Yeah. you want it, you know, yeah. it's, it, sh- it does, should shouldn't really be. Does it
0: give you any credibility then? Does it give you any more?
1: Well, it yeah. I it, 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 does. Or
0: does your and think, oh, you will be dearer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they yeah they they do, but of course it does give you credibility as far as you push it, like you say about yeah. selling yourself. You know, I will say because most people that you've spoken to have been burnt by a painter somewhere along the line. Oh yeah, this bloke's come here and done this. This bloke's come here and buggered that up. Blah blah blah. So you know, I will say, particularly in that instance, you know, I'm a licensed contractor. I'm licensed by the QBCC. You know, this is what's going to happen if. You know, if I do a bad job or, you know, this is the protection yeah. you have, I have protection against you. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're right. All they're looking yeah. at is that figure at the bottom of the quote. Yeah. It doesn't really, you know, It's so, you you know, you, you win or lose there anyway. But we have a, um, there's a, a license, sorry, an insurance that they pay, which is the, what's it called? What's called now? I've gone blank. Basically, they pay they pay an insurance fee at the at, at, which you put on the bottom of the quote, which is which I have to I have to charge on this insurance as a licensed contractor.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's just it's just a it's just a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a scam, really. But you know they see that they see the insurance fee on the bottom, you know, plus the you know the GST on top, yeah. and services tax on top, and it's like they know that they can get a paint there that's going to drop all of that for two grand yeah. cheaper.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a bit so, like my uh, my brother-in-law about a bit two years ago this christmas he he does kitchen and bedroom fitting yeah as his own company three or four blokes and because he got into a point where he was supplying a lot of kitchens like three or four a month it was spending like 15 20 grand a month Yeah, he was getting the money back once he'd done the job but it took him over at threshold for that and it, it was yeah. telling me it was about christmas he had to go back i said, so what about all the customers you've got booked in because i don't I'm, I'm not that registered I think our threshold is 85 grand in construction trade. And uh, I says, "Jim, how's that work? Then I says, What about all the customers you've got booked in? I says, Do they get it at prevat? He says, Oh no, he says, I've got to ring them all up and say if they still want to go ahead, there's 20% on top. I says, geez, mm. I says, That'd make me swerve somebody with that. I says, 20%. Yeah. I says, yeah, on a bit on a big job, it's a lot. You know, and he yeah. says, Well, it can it can lose your jobs with private. Uh, so we would do d- domestic stuff. He says, but contract stuff, you'd get more work. Yeah, it's, so it swings and right. roundabouts, you know, and I, I just think. You know yeah,
1: I, mean? I kind of had the same problem because when I went over, um, but I kind of worked it. Like our our our, um, our tax year ends on June thirtieth here, and I kind of worked it. I phoned up my accountant and said, "Look, I've just priced two jobs. I think it was without the GST on top. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not now going to phone them up and say, you know." your full external repaint is now going to cost you 10% more. Yeah. So she, she managed to work it out so that I kind of done those two jobs. It was fine. And then when it rolled over on July 1st, then the yeah. GST started from then.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think I went over by, I can't remember how much it was, but I did go over the threshold and she said, look, I'll just ring the ATO, just the Australian Taxation Office. And I'll just, you know, I'll just put it right for you, and it'll be fine. So I didn't get a problem, but yeah. But from then on, I see what you mean. I, I, was, I said I'm very uncomfortable about yeah. bringing up these customers and saying, you know, going to put this money on top. I don't. That's not right. Yeah. So,
0: it's a home warranty insurance. That's what it's called. Yeah. It's a home warranty insurance. So where, so where, do you see the trade heading? Just see it heading different. Does it head in a different direction over there? to it does over here, or just see it heading in similar? Uh, I don't
1: know. I mean, I think. um I think the attitude's got to change towards it. I don't think that's ever going to change. But
0: other trades or our our trades within our trade,
1: um, other trades definitely other trades. I mean, there's you know there's as much disrespect to the trade here as what there is in England. Yeah. But I think I, I think social media helps it along the way a lot. Yeah. I think like Instagram definitely that definitely helps our trade. I mean, I um. I mean, it's a very, it's a very, very good tool for showcasing your work, as you well know. Yeah. And i have actually the last builder that, look, excuse me, that I started working for. He actually picked me up from Instagram. He he phoned me up and said, "I've seen your work on Instagram. I want yeah. I want you to come do some painting for me." So, you know, I think, I think like while we've got that that facility, I think that's a that can only be a good thing. I mean, you know, all my all my customers and potential customers now majority of them will go into my Instagram,
0: look at my work. I, I think a lot of customers, if they're savvy, they've pre-selected you before even rung you. they even yeah. run you. Be following you and looking yeah. at your work.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, ca- I can't say that I get customers through Instagram. And I mean, as far as Facebook, I know Facebook's a very big tool in England for for getting work, but I don't, I don't really use Facebook that much. I'm not really,
2: yeah.
1: I'm, not, I'm just not really on there. So, I can't really speak for 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 Instagram getting me, you know, a volume of work. But I mean, for the, for the lads that are, you know, around that work around here doing what I'm doing, the work that they're showcasing, which is generally internal repaints, external repaints, just domestic, you know, the lengths that they're going to in
2: their yeah.
0: preparation. Yeah.
1: You know, it's like I see that on their stories and on on their on their posts and. You've got to be doing the same.
0: Oh yeah, so if it's, he's over there. It's, it's, up, it's up in the game for everybody, isn't it, in a nice way. Definitely, Because yeah, you're, definitely. it's, it's friendly competitiveness. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I mean. So if, if someone's got onto your Instagram, they're looking at your work. They've been onto five more pages around your area, looked at their work. Yeah. So if he's they, over they there, they know there where they've got to be. That
0: wall, to get the work.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it does it makes you know I mean I I work I do I work to the highest standard possible. And my work speaks for itself. You know, but you've always you have got to keep one eye on, you know, making sure that the preparation is 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 spot on.
2: Yeah. You know.
1: You yeah. watch someone if that bloke's over there sanding every inch of that wall with his oil bottle sander, then you're doing the same.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like that's it. Yeah. It's and it's that, raising know, it's game in the nicest way.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that can only that can only knock on to you know, to to builders because if that builder's come up to me and said, I like your work, seen it on Instagram, there's got to be other builders
0: doing that. We've, yeah, we've yeah, and, and any that any that are a bit savvy about got a bit about them, yeah.
2: Hmm. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Cause it's, it's it's like a new generation. The what the ones that are savvy on social media know what they want and know what to expect for what they're paying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think there's there's still such a gulf though between the lads that are doing it for themselves, and you know the lads that are just working for a company. Yeah. It's kind of like. It doesn't seem to be really
0: an in between. I, I was That's I was not- on a, I was on a job just before I had me isolate. I was on a job, uh, and again I'm not saying company here. I don't want to get in bother. There was a there's a massive nine bedroomed house, and the builder's relatives are decorating. He worked for a big firm in all, which is a big town near me. And he says, "Oh, I, I work for them," and I just thought, Do you know what, I'm going to go and have a go on my own. And he's, he's gone on his own, and he says. He, he was painting next door, but we'd, we'd lined it oh, about two months before. Because customer doing a lot of their own. And they'd got him in this massive staircase just to smash it out with emulsion. And he says, did you line next door? I says, yeah. He says, made a good job. i like, all right, cheers. He says, how would you get on with meter-wide lining paper? He says, I bet that weighs a ton when you pasted it. Uh, I says, you know what? He says, when you paste it, I bet it weighs a ton, them drops. I says, no, he paints wall. Oh, what's that then? He'd never heard of wall paste wall lining paper. But right. it's because they work for these big companies and yeah. all they're doing is just going into a merchant, John O's, whatever, and just buying 1,200 grade lining paper and having somebody smashing it out on a pasteboard. We're that's right You know, and that's they're not right, used yeah. to stuff. Beige masking tape, they, they won't spend money on, you know, your branded stuff. You know, they just know that... and It, it couldn't believe that you've got a, a piece of the wall, wall uh, lining paper that's a metre wide. Yeah. But like you said, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the divide between somebody that works for themselves... And that educates herself and somebody that's just happy to go in I mean I'm not, that's not right. They're happy to go in and work for a firm eight, eight till half four and get paid every week and not have to deal with customers yeah. well
1: that's that's where it starts and ends isn't it you know yeah. that's it you go, to, yeah. you go to work you do your hours you get paid you
0: go home that's it start again Monday well my, my missus listens to these podcasts she, she'll she go out and do a walk in the morning because uh, you can't go gym or swimming or out and she'll put earphones in I've got her into podcasts now she listens to this and some others and she, she says I've got a question for you I says, yeah she says I've listened to some of them. She says, I don't know the people. She says, but if they've got a team or crew or gang, whatever you want to call it, that's that good, how come the workers aren't working for themselves? And I says, do you know, that's a bumming good question. I says, but yeah. they might not want the hassle of having to go out and look at jobs at night, do the paperwork, mm. the tax. They're just, they're really good at the job. They just want to go. And I suppose it depends on, you know, what what your, your, your means of living are, how much you need. They could probably just go to work earn a decent wage, show up, put their overalls on, do the job, go home, they're not worrying about getting paid, you know, yeah. pricing jobs up. I said, that's probably how it is. You know, it's it was an hard one to answer, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, they yeah. are very, very hard to find. And that's not, you know, that's not just with painting. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, the builders that I work for, you know, I spoke to plumbers, chippies, sparkies, you name it. They're all in the same boat. Yeah.
2: They've
1: all got too much work on. They're trying to do it by themselves because they know they're going to do a good job, but they can't find the level. They can't find anywhere near the level where they are.
0: You've got to find it's somebody insane. that's willing to give hundred percent work and prep. Yeah,
2: yeah. For
0: less money than what you're charging. So yeah. if you're charging hundred and fifty a day, you're probably only giving your bloke hundred a day. So you've got to find someone that's going to give your hundred percent for hundred quid a day. That's
1: right, and they they, they are very hard to find. Yeah. The bloke that I've got. He's um, he's I think he's just turned fifty. Um, and he's you know when when he first started, you know, I was a bit unsure, as you are, but he turns up. He's, he's ten minutes early every day.
0: Yeah, that's a nice thing. Clean clothes.
1: <laughs> you know, he does like he can do everything. He can spray. Eight, eight, eight
0: o'clocks do. late.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, we start early here, mate.
2: Yeah, we start early. Over, no, I
0: mean, but when my customers say what time? Be at eight o'clock. I'm, I'm out corner at quarter to eight, sat in my van. I pull up at five to, and out my van knocking on door. Eight o'clock's late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's
1: that's it. You know, yeah. I And mean, I, I find you know employing you know no no offense to him, but you you employ the younger lads. You think oh, you get a couple of younger lads on. They're going to be quick. They're going to be you know they're going to be on the ball and sharp. You know they're going to turn up. Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, half hour late. If they turn up at all, they're gonna there's gonna be paint bloody everywhere. They don't wash their shirt in bloody three weeks. They're stinking the house out.
0: The cross you know, like, old boys, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's it. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of that going on. But you know, I, I yeah. I, so far I can't yeah. fault this bloke. You know, yeah. he, he turns up on time. He does a good job. It, he's polite. He can do everything pretty much. Um, he's been with me for three months now. Yeah. No complaints.
0: So what's what's your favourite? Paint product or paraphernalia that you currently use?
1: In Australia, um, paint product, yeah. I mean the paint over the paint over here is good. It's good paint. Dulux, I'm I am i am not too keen on the Dulux products. Yeah. I don't don't use it. I, I don't mind their undercoats. Other than that, I don't I don't use a lot of theirs. I see, a lot of, and, see a lot there. of
0: names, and I see a lot of I think Mick at HPS uses a lot of resine, which is is that New Zealand Rob? Racine's, Racine's a good paint. I've not used too much of that myself. Hames is, yeah,
1: Hames is a, an Australian, you know, one of the oldest Australian um, companies. But I'm, I mainly use Taubman's at the moment.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm quite into their paint. It's, yeah, are they as they're,
0: big they're, on water base there as we
1: are? Yeah. Well, to be honest, I can't, I can't really speak too much for the British industry anymore. because It's just been so long since I, since I used any of it, you know? Yeah. But here here I use I use water based for pretty much everything.
0: Yeah. Pretty same as me then, uh, but um, I'm ashamed to say not much for it's British. <laughs> 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 it's, it's German, Finland, and bloody American.
1: Yeah, see when before before I left England, you know, there wasn't really we used to use Sickins actually.
0: Yeah. Our our, pull, our pull, interior pull woodwork. Yeah.
1: Sickens yeah. ruble we used to use, a ruble yeah. satura.
0: Yeah, but that, I think that. that's still about sparsely, but the AZ and the XD, the external stuff, which was my go-to, the oil-based, that's been pulled. You're lucky hmm. for getting white and black now. Really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Don't know why. Yeah,
1: we used to use a lot of that. We used
0: yeah. to use a lot of that when
1: I, when I was there. Yeah, brilliant um, stuff that was. Yeah, here, I, we do have sickens here. But, um, I use sickens stained.
0: Oh, you can still get the stain. You can still get the yeah. LS, the HLS, the settle. You can still get yeah. all that. It's just it's just the oil-based paints, you know, that you use. Well, yeah, I mean, I use that,
1: but, I mean, my one of my paint reps now, I think it's a Torben's rep, he was telling me about, I think it's Johnston's. Johnston's have brought out a, um, a timber stain over here, which is supposed to be really good, really yeah. good. And Dulux have got another one which is an intergrain product which is which is a stain. I've used that a couple of times. Again, that's water based. So I'm gonna start I'm gonna start using that, I think. I'm not gonna I'm gonna start moving away from the oil based. And yeah. generally as far as paint goes, if I've if I've got old an old gloss, old gloss enamel, I'll just I'll paint over that with the undercoat, oil based undercoat. Yeah. And that's it. Two coats of acrylic on top. Ah
0: yeah. oh, bloody hell.
1: So Yeah, there's really no really no orbase no. going around for me anymore.
0: So what what's been your best investment work wise? Is it dustless like it is over here?
1: Yeah, I mean my, my two biggest expenses have been I've got i f I've got i f I've got a Merca set up. Um the only thing I haven't got is the big Leros, you know, the big the big wall sander.
0: Yeah, if if it's out like the yeah. playanex, it's overrated.
1: Yeah, I just to be honest, I just I, I I've not got chance to use one, but I've got yeah got the vac 10 meter hose i've got and i've got the two i've got the deros and the,
0: De- De- the other one
1: Dios and deros i've got yeah. those two and to be honest I, I can't fault them they've been great yeah you know, this the, the, the dust is gone like there's yeah. no gone gone in the days of you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, look at that mr Biro.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 just clouds <laughs> and clouds and clouds of dust yeah fortunately that's gone and you know the customers love it they, they think it's great like in Australia, we don't like in this part of Australia, we don't have hard set plaster like you do in England. Yeah. It's all, it's all chip rock taped and jointed. Yeah. So if you're in there sounding that without, you know, without a bloody
0: yeah in the back. I, I suppose yeah. Aleros would be good. I'm forgetting you guys have that. Aleros, that's what they're designed for. So Aleros probably would be good for that. Yeah. But for like our hard the plasters, the the, the play in it, cause I don't rate it, cause you can't get enough pressure on it no yeah but but they are made for trying they're basically drywall sand that's uh, yeah. would probably be ideal for you guys stuff like that Yeah, it's
1: all it's all, it's all drywall here yeah yeah um i've just had my house has just been plastered over the weekend that's all drywall
0: all the way through yeah yeah
1: so it is here yeah and and other than that i've got a um i've got a graco a graco 490
0: 495,
1: 495 pc pro Four nine five pc pro yeah we've got
0: one yeah. of those yeah same as me
1: and um, <laughs> that's um, that's a good unit it's a, a dr- unit. dream
0: machine i always wanted i got i got sold by the metallic blokes we have a few brands over here and i just love the metallic blow it's a bistro machine you know it's beautiful. yeah it is it's great it's, yeah. it's
1: um for what i do i mean you've got the big 695 the big high boy ones on the wheels and yeah i don't i don't need that for for yeah. what I'm doing. I don't I don't I don't do a great deal of new build at all. Um it's generally it repaints for me. I've start, I now I spray weatherboards now. I used yeah. to, I never used to do that, but on these um on these repaints that I do, I've I've started
0: see man, man started swaps just, from, just spray uh, finish. Man swaps from skid to car. I picked a second down cart up and basically all they do is flip it on its back, four nine mil knots with an impact driver, swap it over, five minutes you're onto a cart. So if you know i have got a big oh. job coming up, I just swap it onto a cart and take it on that.
2: Yeah.
0: It's uh, it makes yeah. a hell of a lot better machine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean to be honest, I don't I don't get the use out of it that I thought I would. Yeah. Because I just don't I mean to be honest, I, I learned to spray in Australia. When, when I left England, there was no one was no one was yeah. using spray guns. There was we like we were we were miscoating bare plaster. You know, with pissed-out emotion. he walk out of there covered wrote,
0: in it, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all only so, it last, the last five or six years, I think, it's come on in leaps and bounds.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, well yeah, that would be right. I mean, you know, six, seven years ago, it was just unheard yeah. of. I just, I didn't know anyone who had a spray gun. And
0: and and I then, did it years ago, ooh, 20 years ago, and then it weren't worth me having one, and anywhere I saw it wouldn't invest in one. So it was only about... Yeah six, seven years ago I got back into it.
2: Mm.
0: You know, and it's it, it well, has more it's, popular. It's you, you guys have got working. the big houses that come out, haven't you?
1: Well yeah, they've all they've all got they've all got guns here. I learned to I worked for a bloke about four or five years ago. Probably a bit longer, six years ago. Um and he that's where I learned. We was doing a big new build site down um in Brisbane near the coast there. And um he had me doing all sorts. I was doing door frames, doors, everything. I couldn't do it. I was making a bloody mess, but it was, you know.
0: Ideal place to learn.
1: Yeah, that's where, that's where I picked it up and then I just, when I went to the next, when I went to the next site where, you know, the the bad company, who shall not be named. When I was there, that was it. I was just chucked into form and roll and and that was it. It was, there's there's 10 houses there that need spraying get on with it. Yeah. So that was that. Just, that's how. That's where I really picked it up and, and, and honed the skill. I'm a, I'm a relative novice, really. I'd still say I, I wouldn't say that I'm a professional. Yeah. I do a good job. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but um, I mean, we're always learning, aren't we?
0: Yeah. Well, every day's a school day.
1: That's right. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad it's a. It's a, You know, it's a. It's a good skill to have. I'm glad yeah. I picked it up. Certainly.
0: So I mean, it's, it's, skill-wise, do you have an end game, or you're just gonna basically go till he drop?
1: Um, yeah, oh no, there is definitely a there's definitely an out. I mean, when I I started two years ago, and I've always kind of I give myself seven or eight years. I said, I you know, but by the time I get to forty, I want to be I want to be kind of just just
0: a step back off off the tools. You know,
1: yeah, just a step back. Not like I'm not under any illusions. You no, know, that I'm going to be driving around in the biggest ute in Brisbane biggest pickup in brisbane you know absolutely loaded like not at all but just just a step back just to have a couple of crews going and just to go and you know check quality control just delegate basically that's that's where i want to be i'm not saying that i will but you know i think i've I've, I've got to have that kind of aspiration i've come all the way over here yeah you know try and make more money and try and make
0: a a go of it be, be a bit of a waste not to
1: yeah, don't you know, why yeah. not? And I'm already, you know, come, like there's two of us now, you know, come January, February, I'm I'm really hoping to have at least one more on.
0: Yeah. Like so, I said earlier, yeah. I think for seven years, I think, te- to me, technically, you're smashing it. To go there with penniless or, you know, to go travel yeah. and get back there penniless yeah. and to be buying your house in seven years and you've got a bloke working for yourself, plenty of work coming in, I think you've done pretty well.
1: Yeah yeah cheers mate yeah cheers yeah. It, 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 um, it 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 does move quick you know like yeah. i was saying before you know if you told me i'd have all these i'd have already got all these opportunities with my business you know after that short amount of time i'd have been like nah,
0: there's I, no I think, way i think and, the older you get the quicker time seems to go as well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it,
1: definitely. you, you I mean, find
0: out time's your most valuable asset you've got
1: yeah and i think yeah. and the thing is as well it's like you know i've been I've been going since i was 16 17 34 now you know it might sound silly to some people but it is it is starting to hurt
0: now yeah oh no i can i can i can agree with you on that
1: <laughs> like it but is, you get yeah, to my yeah, age, it's yeah, exactly it. <laughs> yeah precisely That's is, this is yeah. what i mean it's like yeah. you know i'm not in i'm not in bits or anything but you know my yeah. hands are starting to ache like my yeah. shoulder aches and it's like
0: Yeah. shoulder like really, hip knees
1: yeah like my yeah. knees like do i really want do i really still want to be running around a building site when I'm 60, 36 degrees, you know, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, like, there's, I've got to try and, and <laughs> you know, the way, it's, the way it's going now, I think, I, you know, I'm not academic, you know, I'm, I've never had any training on running a business. I, I kind of do just, you know, play it by I think, ear. I think, it's something that's
0: I, lack, I think it's something that's lacking in workplaces and at colleges. I think workplaces 100%, 100%. don't want to show 100%. you because they'll be frightened you're going to go. at colleges it's just box ticking
1: 100 percent. yeah you're you're not wrong
0: yeah i I think i think i think they should start at schools though and learn educate kids how to handle money at school and then whatever course you do at college just do the basics in business in that in that you know chosen profession
1: yeah definitely i mean in my in my two or three years at college you know we had a we'd have a theory lesson i think it was it's only a two day course a week. Yeah. I think we had a one hour, one hour of theory <coughs> and there was no, I, I i don't recall any, any business talk whatsoever. Yeah. Nothing, no, nothing yeah.
0: like that. You, you know how to do your job, but you don't know how to run a business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the thing that we all worry about. I think I said to my message, you know, I said, "Oh, you know, it's not the, it's not the ability that I'm worried about, you know, I've, I'm confident in my yeah. ability to, you know, to most aspects of the trade,
0: you've, you've just got to be an it's, accountant it's, a tax man
1: yeah
0: it's coming yeah. home social coming media home. marketer <laughs> yeah
1: that, uh, yeah now that as well you know like yeah.
0: fortunately she's
1: taught me a lot about that funny clue yeah but yeah the whole um the whole the whole business side that was that was definitely a, you know i had to learn yeah pretty quick with with that but i've always been pretty good with money like i've i've never kind of been one to to frit money away like i've always kind of had a bit of, bit of sense about it so i, th- yeah. I think if, you, if you're a bit sensible with money you're kind of halfway there
0: anyway yeah yeah see i learned the hard way <laughs> i, <laughs> I was used doing? to live young free and reckless i used to blow mine i used to enjoy well i still enjoyed a, a nice lifestyle now it's just my interpretation of a the lifestyle then and now were two total different things you know that I've, yeah i, I mean the I, hard way. you
1: know i was i was there as well you know i mean when when I first started out with the bloke back in England, you know, I was 21. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of my money just went, Yeah. but I still, I still, you know, I paid my mum my rent and I still had, you know, I put a bit of money away. It did all go. And I think that kind of, when you start traveling as well, you start, you said it's a different mindset for money.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, you know, you might have, if you've got a thousand pound or 2000 pound, whatever, you know, that'll do you four weeks. Yeah. In, in Southeast Asia. But if you live in this place, which is two pounds a night, and your yeah. dinner's a pound a night, yeah, you know, and you buy you a couple two, of bottles you, of beer in the evening, <laughs> that's two months. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, that That makes you more frugal with money anyway.
0: Yeah. So, we're coming up to last ones. Uh, room 101 style. Three things you'd been, because they annoy you. Three things I'd been? Yeah. Hmm. So you mean anything? So it you mean, have to be work related. Just anything. Three things in world that irritate you. If you could wipe them off face at earth, what would they be?
1: Oh god! Any oh, reality TV.
0: Oh no!
1: <laughs> god, anyone, anyone like the Kardashians, Jesus Christ!
0: Like,
1: yeah, you know anything like that? Gone, yeah. gone. Yeah, that's uh, you know that what that's doing to the planet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How long have you got to talk about that? Bloody
0: hell. <laughs> I like some reality TV. No, no. No,
1: it's my message, like it's pe- I like I like Geordie people Shore, watching.
0: Jordy Shaw, I watched George Shaw.
1: Oh god, no. No. <laughs> no. I can't I, I cannot get my head round it. I, I do not understand it. I don't. Yeah. It uh it, it baffles me. Yeah. yeah. That's one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else. What else have I been? Arsenal. I've been Arsenal. They'd get binned. Yeah. Full Tottenham fan, blue and white. Arsenal, they'd be gone. What else? Oh, that's it's not question. Oh, I'll tell you what else i had been, actually. It's going to be a bit controversial. Australian lager. Been <laughs> Australian lager.
0: It's not that great.
1: Oh, it's. it's I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. What lager oh, is it you drinking uh, now? This one, at the moment, I've got here is Sapporo. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, a,
1: it's a Japanese beer. I think it's it's, it's, it's bottled here under supervision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Australian lager, Jesus, I don't know. Wow.
2: See, I've uh, not got much experience. Yes, the,
0: only, all, the only experience we've got is your typical stuff like your Foster's. You know, yeah, and then, well, and yeah, the, Foster's using, It's nice. Uh, what was the other one? Castlemaine. Forex, Carlton my Forex. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that for years. Last time I saw that was about pff, 10 years ago or more. But I went to went a German decorating show last year, uh, yeah. and we went on a stand. And it was uh, the blokes from oh, Monarch, yeah, you know, they were like, the oh, come on, you know, yeah, brilliant brushes, come on. And it was the one with the he has like the mullet, I can't remember his name. We had the nicest blokes you'll meet, uh, they had like safari outfits on that like, typical Australian. And they're like, oh, people that speak British, who so were stood talking to them. And they says, oh, let's crack a few beers, because German show, they serve beer. And they had this little podium in the middle, and hidden in it was a fridge. And they, they got castle, a can of Castlemaine out for us each. And I hadn't oh. seen this for years. Then they got a bowl of macadamia nuts out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah, the, tiger, the
0: one that looked like, it looked like a Maori or Aboriginal or whatever, but the nicest bloke you could meet. And I thought, I hadn't seen Castlemaine for years.
1: Well, funny enough, the Castleman, the 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 Four X Brewery is about ten k's away in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, yeah, the Four X Gold. It's yeah, it's, it's it's not the best, mate. It's not. Do they, <laughs> do they basically they make
0: shit, do they make shit lager?
1: Yeah, all of it. They have got yeah. Tuis, Colton. I mean, oh, so this goes on. It's it's yeah. it's fucking horrendous. It really is. I mean, I'm a I'm a Guinness drinker. That's yeah. that's kind of that's that's my go-to. Um, if I am in the pub, if they haven't, if they haven't got that, it will, it will be Sapporo Asahi. That's another one, Japanese one. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, even the, even the European lager, I mean, back home, I drink Heineken. Yeah. But like the Heineken here, I mean, if, if you put two pints next to each other, pint pulled in England and a pint pulled in Australia, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe that that was Heineken. Flatters, flatters a fart. <laughs> oh, it's just it's just the taste of it. It's
0: horrendous. And yeah. I've got some American friends, and they, they said the British lager's a lot better than theirs. Theirs is a bit pissy and weak, apparently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, I do yeah, miss it. I do miss it. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. Too expensive. That's quite cheaper at home as well. Yeah. Is it expensive there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. A pint of... I mean, just the European stuff. I mean, a pint of Heineken... If I was unlucky, a pint of Heineken would
0: probably cost about $11, $12. Yeah. See, that's. For six quid. Yeah. Yes, that's. Yeah, see, local to me, I'm in a small town. If we've got ex servicemen's club, last time I went in there about three years ago, my wife used to work there. It's was about $2.20 a pint. And that was for like yeah, Sa- Sam Smith's Alpine, which is like equivalent to Stella. It's like wife beat yeah. stuff. Uh But then if you go into Beverly, which is about 15 miles away, that's like a town, it's like smaller version of New York, it's affluent, you, you're paying about 4 75 a pint, two vodkas yeah. and lemonade, about nine quid. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, same,
1: yeah, back home, difference. it's kind of... There's a couple of... My my local, I mean, that was... I think, we used to get Colesburg in there, Colesburg Export. That'd be about £3 a pint, the export.
2: Yeah.
1: But then you go into town, I think the most you pay would be about four quid. Yeah. Four pound fifty. I mean, I've not been home for a couple of years, It might have gone up a little bit now, but there's... Yeah, I
0: think it's when you get the stuff like the uh, Moretti and stuff like that in Bevel, it's it's nearly five Yeah, quid, that's, a, that that's
1: dear, that's pricey, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I mean, there's, there's places out here in Brisbane where, you know, I'll pay thirteen dollars if I'm unlucky for a pint of Guinness. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, usually yeah. sits, usually sits about, about eleven or twelve. Yeah. Yeah, like, going to, like, the RSLs, like, the kind of like the servicemen's clubs.
0: That's like, you get a bit cheaper in there, but not a great yeah. right deal. Yeah. Brilliant. So where can we find you on social media? Instagram. Nomad Painting and Decorating.
1: Um, I do have a Facebook page, but I don't really use it. Yeah. But yeah, the, 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 the handle for that is the same. Um, yeah, I don't really use Facebook. It's more my, my, my social, my limited social media activity is kind of <laughs> geared towards Instagram. I, I just don't really. I did. I had a personal page. I've got a personal page for Instagram. I just don't.
2: Yeah.
1: I just don't use it. I'm just not really, just not, not really into that. You know. So I, have, I
0: have. I have both, 'cause not everybody wants to see me and my food. I eat. So I have one for work.
1: Well.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah precisely. It's. Just, yeah, they don't want to see it full of burgers on my on my business one.
1: <laughs> it's not really for me. That yeah. I mean, I don't. Some you might see. A, you might see the odd pair of trainers on my business one or a, or a vinyl that I've been playing. But yeah. Other than that, I I I, I keep it pretty impersonal, to be honest. <laughs> so
0: so what, so what are your hobbies? Are you into music? Then being a vinyl listener.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I used to used to DJ a little bit. You
2: know,
1: yeah. not, a, not a great deal. I used to play in a little club in town called the uh, called the Mud Club on the beach there. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, just a bit of house music,
2: oh, funky house, house, kind music.
1: of, that, that kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was kind of, when I, well, when I was, when we got into that, it was UK garage, down south it was UK garage. Yeah. Everyone was into UK garage.
0: Yeah.
1: All my mates were mixing UK garage on their decks and, and whatnot. And my mate was selling one pair cause he bought another pair and I said, oh, I'll have them. And, I kind of went down the house route.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, funky house to start with, and then electro house, then tech house. You know, just kind of yeah. peeing through all the genres, really. Um, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm, I, I'm more chilled out as I'm as older. I like me chilled yeah. out. I'm a mass, massive Chicane fan. Can't do it, now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. His,
0: that's the podcast I was on about pre-record when I say I listen to music ones. He, he does a lot. It yeah. uh, does a weekly podcast that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I've been listening to um, the Trevor Nelson lately on um, on Radio Two. He's got a show from ten to twelve midnight. I, I think it is called the Rhythm Nation. Yeah, and um, and
0: it's all soul funk, old R and B. See, disco. I like the old R and B. I don't like the gangster right. style R and B. I like the old stuff.
1: No, I'm um, yeah, I like the new, the new, the new style R and B. I'm not massively into I'm yeah. big into the old R&B the old you know the old funk and soul absolutely love it but since yeah. I've been listening to that show like the kind of the old the old 80s groove into yeah. the into the early 90s R&B yeah I'm really starting to appreciate that, 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 that's about that. the stuff i sort
0: like I think I've got yeah. what uh, I think you brought a, a triple album out here uh, Trevor Nelson and it had stuff like that on that uh, LL Cool J and stuff like that before everybody wanted to be a gangster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the early to mid nineties stuff is is really good. It's just that like I mean you compare you compare the production of that to, you know, the sh- the shite that's out today. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> I mean,
2: I've,
1: I've I've always been a I've always been a little bit behind. Yeah. I'm a massive music fan, but I've always I've always been a little bit behind with, with music. Like it'll come out, I don't particularly like it, I don't appreciate it, but then four or five years will pass. And then some other artist shit will come out, and I'll hear that from four or five years ago, and I'll think, "Oh well, yes, yes that's pretty good." <laughs> then
2: I'll start again,
1: <laughs> going, like going through it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I listen to anything really. I mean, it's kind of majority like very house-driven. Yeah. That's kind of Defected. Like there's a lot of good stuff on Defected. Glitterbox. That's that runs. that's, that's run by Defected. There's a yeah. hell of a lot of good production coming out on there. It's, it's
0: it's very good. Yeah. Um, See, I, I know a few, so, yeah. a few defected ones. who are listening to Shikane one. he he plays a lot of defected stuff on there. Yeah.
1: Well, they've got they they're like the the umbrella we've defected now is you know they've, they've got like ten house, so, like, ten so labels
0: many, now. Um, so many artists done stuff under different names, aren't they? I mean, what I'm listening to this week's podcast and it was um, oh, what's it called now? There's uh, my mind's gone blank. They've, they've, they've got some songs out now. Camel Fat, oh, yeah, the Camel Fat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, them two are they did uh, Pretty Green Eyes. That were they, that, were them really? the different guys. Yeah, there's so many do it under. The, they've hell. come back oh, now, and they've just bought a, bought a new album out. And I've been listening to a few songs on Spotify, it's pretty good, but they, they all just eyes. rebirth oh. and change, change genre, you know. And you think, God, I never
1: knew that were them they've gone pretty underground since then haven't they
0: bloody hell remember remember that pretty green eyes track yeah well i've got on a i think it's up there so an old moondance cd that's like happy hardcore and that was out about six years before it got commercial when it was underground bloody hell and stuff like that but yeah it's uh mine's changed over years i was massive into heavy metal when i was 16 to like early 20s then i went into r&b and then it roused yeah. music, dance music. When I was working in a nightclub and nightclubbing, and then it just got into chilled stuff as I got older, a bit more laid back. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin yeah, and Perry soundtrack one of best
2: oh, best yeah.
0: albums out there. Some classics on that. Jesus,
1: just just classic after classic after classic. Like, yeah, you no, know, that that music's great. You know, yeah. yeah I mean, I think your you, your taste in music just is it ever evolving isn't it I mean yeah. I was I was big into you know kind of old rock music the indie scene I was you know massive into the indie scene but you know I mean I, I, I don't listen to that a lot anymore yeah. really I mean still still a huge Oasis fan probably always will be see they were never my uh, thing <laughs> yeah well I think it's.
0: I mean me, they've it's, got it's, some brilliant of, songs they were just never appealed to me
1: yeah I think for us it was you know I mean that was our that was our kind of Era. Our era, I yeah. suppose, for, for, yeah. for that, you know, it was it was Blur or Oasis, and yeah, you know, although Blur were southern, you know, Oasis were the working class. So I, I don't know. I suppose that was they spoke to me a bit more, I suppose. But yeah, I've always I've always loved them. I still always play their music. Yeah, yeah, but the um, the, the kind of rock and the indie is a, is a bit more sporadic these days.
0: A lot of the other stuff that I'm playing. Yeah. So, final one then. Who are you digging on Insta at moment? On Instagram, yeah, um, seems to be where it's at. Lot,
1: there's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of lads on there. A lot of lads. I do, um, I, I, do follow. Craig's doing pretty well. Yeah, spokesy. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. I mean, I don't, I, mean, I don't, don't know the bloke. I've only kind of just he chats to everyone on Instagram.
2: Craig, yeah, he's kind
1: <laughs> of a, a bit of an Instagram slag. He, just, he gets about. Yeah. He knows everyone. Everyone knows yeah. him. Um, and he was, he's been on my case for a while about doing this podcast. Yeah. So yeah, he's, um, he's, he's doing some good work. Um, there's a few Australian lads. Like I like painting by Josh. I mean, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but you know, he's a good painter. I've I, been I, around I think long enough to that know I, that he's a good
0: painter. Yeah. I think, I think it's good. I just, I think, I mean, I'm not against a bloke, a nice bloke. I just think a lot of the English don't get the old and waggly stuff. Some do, some don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't.
1: You know? I don't get it, and I, yeah, I'm
0: not for it. it's a bit much, yeah.
1: I'm not for it, but when it comes to the work, like, it gets through some work, that bloke.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he it, does. He he knocks out it's some just work. a bit... Like, I'm not knocking him. it's just a bit McDonald's, have a nice day and all that, and I think,
1: that nah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't... I mean, I'm a bit old-fashioned in that sense, I suppose. I don't like all that. I mean, like, I can speaking for myself, I'm not... You know i'm more, I'm a bit shy with that i suppose i don't yeah
0: yeah don't it's not often you see me on that, camera like, for that reason i, I don't want to no, be i'm not it's yeah.
1: that it's not it's not for me like you know yeah. i i use instagram as a as a tool you know to try and you know gain work i suppose i'm not you know these lads have got you know youtube pages and you know they've got three four or five thousand followers but it goes to the red you know they've got five thousand followers now they're a public figure
0: yeah yeah. You know, it's well it's, like, if you if you listen to one of the older podcast, JPH Josh, a good mate of mine, he summed it up, says, Take away Instagram what they got.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah.
0: They're just a yeah. painter like the rest of us.
1: Exactly. Not always so a good think, one at yeah. that neither. You know, that's it. You're, you're spot on there. It's all about some some of them are just they've 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 got an eye for it, you know, they've 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 clicked on to, you know, how to use social media. Yeah. You know, to for gain. And, you know, they've got a lot of followers. But who are they gaining
0: with? They're only gaining with other tradespeople. It's not gaining them work.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably it's gaining gain them free yeah. shit
0: off companies, but ain't gaining yeah, in gaining them work. Yeah. I'd rather yeah, pay for it. Yeah, yeah
1: you're, you're spot on there. You know, that the work that we get from, you know, from social media, particularly Instagram, is minimal. Yeah. And there's, there's lads on there that every other post, every other story is then promoting their business. And I always think you're just promoting your business to
0: people in the trade it's no you're, you're not I, I think it great. all I think it all depends who you're marketing it to I market mine to customers I tag certain things that I know will pick up certain customers but I don't go out there purposely to tag companies for freebies so I just think, no I don't I'd rather no, go no, out and do my 40 hours and pay for it you know I'd yeah. rather target my customers yeah. to get repetition of work than be an Instagram star you know yeah, and on, yeah. I want to say matter, I need my customers more than I need the fame
1: yeah that's right i don't and I, I think actually it's it's the amount of effort that that takes
2: yeah yeah
1: you know, they're, they're trying like that must you know take me out after these lads who they've got youtube channels they've got this they've got yeah. that they're doing all these freebies they're doing competitions
0: you know and yeah. it's like bloody hell like have you got time to get your 40-hour weekend so spend and, spent 20 hours this month editing videos. that 20 hours yeah. labor. you could have bought one yeah and got free. And, like, <laughs> again, you know, I, I, I'm not knocking him, but, like, you know, Esprit's painting.
1: He's, a, he's, a, he's in Melbourne, I think. Yeah. Good painter, you know, knocks out some real good work, you know, but some, like his most days, his stories, he's got, like, 20-odd stories on yeah. a day, and I just, I can't, I can't get my head around how... How you found the time. ...they've got the, the time to do it. I just, yeah. I, I just can't. But well, I, I try and keep it, you know, current,
0: but sometimes See, I, I, I struggle I, I to get two off. stories up document some of it, do me eight hours, get done, get home and spend time with my family. And yeah. if I'm if I'm spending yeah. an extra two hours a day doing stories, I'm thinking that's taking it out of my family time.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's very um I don't know, I just I don't
0: I think know. you either get it or that. you don't, you know, and you either do it or you don't. You know yeah. like, I, I mean I'm not knocking them that do it. It's, it's No, no, no. This, it's just it's just not my thing. No,
1: not at all. It's and for me it's 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 not for me. And again like you know i mean i've got other interests you know i just yeah. i can't i just i can't imagine just my life being paint 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 youtube instagram facebook yeah you know it's just like you know i don't know but yeah i mean there's there's a, there's a few lads and it, and namely like a lot of the lads that i that i look to a lot they are the lads that've got a lot of followers yeah they do a lot of stories they produce a lot of good work you know it's great but yeah, I mean, most of them are. Uh, there's a few lads in England. I forget what their names are. I mean, I don't, not on there a great deal, you know, but there are, there are, there's a fair few good lads in, in England. A lot of lads I like in England, the ones doing the wallpaper.
0: There's yeah. a lot of lads doing wallpapering because here it's not very... Separate, it seems to be what, a separate trade, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, there's not, there's not many people here doing wallpapering. That lad you touched on earlier on. Thistle. Thistle was it? Yeah. Thistle, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he, he knocks
0: out some good work. Yeah, I think there's Thistle and another. I think it, other one might be Scottish as well. I, I know his expat Andy Slaven is it? Not, uh, no, Gary Slaven, Andy Shanley. I think he's another uh, one that's an expat. You know, and it's, it's one it in seems to be A lot of the expats doing it.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, most of them are British. Yeah, a lot of the lads are British that are doing it. There's a boat called Wow Wallpapering, but I don't know what his name is. He's yeah. he's Brisbane. He's pretty yep. good. He does a lot of good work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've done a little bit here, not too much, but um, I got offered a contact actually in one of the paint shops about doing some wallpapering. I've got to, I must revisit that. Yeah. And um, he was saying to me, you know, once, once, because it was in a suburb called New Farm, which is just outside the city. That's where all the money is. Yeah. So he, he said, you know, you get in here doing cut the feature walls, mate. That'll be it. You know, yeah. it'll be...
0: Yeah, I, every if I, if day. If I can gather I've spoke spoke to the lads over there that do it. it seems to be able to command a better price for doing it than you can to- <sighs> definitely yeah definitely yeah there's, there's something worth looking at there
1: Yeah, there's a there's some money in it we've yeah. done a bit actually in um we done a bit in the Hilton me and a, another lad he was from Liverpool actually and um, bloody hell mate we got, <sighs> we got embarrassed in there Jesus Christ these two lads in there were absolutely on fire yeah. They were throwing it on the walls. We thought, oh, we'd have some of that. That'd be, you know, good string to the bow. Done, you know, wallpapering in the Hilton, and we were we were throwing it up. We were getting it on, but these other lads were just killing us. Yeah. We, in the end, we said we had <laughs> done a day and we were like, bloody, yeah, we can't keep up with it. Yeah, you know, it's just, and that's that's the thing that I thought. I've like I've not done as much wallpapering as what I probably should have done because here, for a start, no one really has it. Yeah, so it's. Like, it's, you've got to keep it current. Like, I just don't know. It's just hard to kind of make money off doing it. And back home, when I was back home working in England, you weren't, you were never putting it up. You was always removing it. Yeah. You know, you know tighten know. up the walls, painting them. I, no-
0: I think it depends on where you are. Some, some places, <clears throat> like I see a lot like Devlin down south, they do no end of the nice big patterns. Up here, it's a feature wall now and then. That's it. There's not many yeah. full rooms done.
1: Yeah, that's right, and it's again, it just depends. It's pockets,
0: you know. If you yeah.
1: if you get in, if you get into where the money is, you know, you're laughing. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, yeah, again, you know, it's that is that something else that I would like to push. Yeah. But it's you know, at the moment, it's kind of it's, it's running away, and there's two of us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just, just maybe, <laughs> maybe when you get your bigger crumb board, you can just go and do all nice yeah. jobs. Yeah. I mean, I've I've just got
1: to I've just got to buy my time. You know, yeah. I was saying earlier on about the um about the stripping, I kind of fell into this removing, you know, coatings from from these old these old weatherboard houses. Um <laughs> uh, like usually lead, it's usually lead based coatings that I'm I'm removing. And um I kind of well I, I got I got um, someone phoned me up and said, you know, I want my house painting, I want all the coating stripped off the weatherboards, and I want it redone completely. And I thought, buddy, all right, that's going to cost a few quid. Got around there. It was an 80 odd year old house. Absolutely buggered. It had lead based coating underneath and it had a texture coating on top. And he went, I want that gone. I want it repainted, And I said, all right. So I phoned up G-Lux, got the rep down and then he sent a rep down from this company called Dumond, which manufactured this chemical they said this is what we've got to do Ooh. two
0: applications did you do the steps the other day yes that was me yes yes that looks like one we have vehicle peel away you get peel away one and two yeah, yeah we got, that. Sort we've got thing. that we've got that we've got that here as well well this is it's it's um
1: same concept you have green blue and red the green and the blue they're for acrylic coatings the red is the lead so on that particular house we put green on this texture coating got that off then put the red on to get the to remove the the lead-based coatings from the from the weatherboards. it's actually that's well documented on my instagram page that and um yeah i kind of like once i'd done that the rep was, was quite was impressed with the work and he passes me on more work he gave he got me that job doing the steps yeah so that's how i ended up with that that contract stripping the houses he put me forward for that and um there's it's it's a government it's a government contract um they they look after the the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Strait Islander community and their painter takes on young Aboriginal kids that want to get into the trade and he teaches them how to paint but they won't have them going near the Stripping. near the um near, near the stripping near the lead-based coatings and stuff. So that's where I come in. So he yeah. he pushed me forward to that. You know, I'd I'd never done it before, other than that house. It was all very new to me, and now, you know, all of a sudden I've got this whole other side where yeah. I'm earning money from. From I I go to these houses, strip them, clean them, leave. He comes in the next week, paints them.
0: Yeah. I suppose if I you don't mind doing the stripping, it's not a bad little gig to do.
1: Yeah, it's um yes. Yeah, it's messy work it is messy work and it's it's not the most pleasant but pays yeah you know, it's it's yeah it does it's it's good money
0: yeah it's
1: good money it is like yeah. them steps the other day that was i think my labor on that was about i was there for about a day and a half in the end yeah and it was it was yeah it Paid morning. pretty well yeah. I was paying for it, mate. My knees were killing for about three days after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure, do our knee pads when you were younger. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, God. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, had, a, I had a bloke who was
2: doing
0: it.
1: Yeah, who? Yeah, precisely. I had a bloke who was doing it for me. He'd done a couple of houses for me, but yeah. another backpacker. But he he left, so I got stuck doing it. But God, never never again. If I get any more, I've got to push it on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, it's been brilliant for you. You know, to catch up and thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, brilliant. It's turned into a long one. <laughs> it has. It's, two it's hours. 10 o'clock here. Yeah, two hours. <laughs> Dinner time it's Two here. hours, was oh. it? Yeah, been on two God hours. Just going up for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, droning on, out, you I? I do apologise. Oh, yeah, all right. No, there's no time limit. I, I could chat all day <laughs> about paint. Pain. Don't bother me. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, that's, that's that's the world we live in for us, isn't it, eh? Yeah.
1: So cheers for that anyway chris thanks very much mate cheers catch up soon cheers cheers mate
0: bye i hope you're enjoying these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories whether it be the ups downs wins and losers we've all been there in some shape or form and we aren't alone i'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these if you could show your support by subscribing sharing and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on itunes